Theo, we're live. Half milli billies, baby. Splitting it 30 seconds. The 30 seconds before first pick goes, we're in the, uh, the 12 spot, which is a spot oh, we're really great. excited about. I well, look <laughs> for the show purposes. We look, we, we've split a team before. We split a t- triflex, 1250 triflex, triflex and boys. Go check that out on the Goat District podcast. But we haven't split a football guys yet, and, and we're off. Uh, but we haven't split one yet. We're doing a live show. We're gonna see how it goes. We may tip a pick, we may screw ourselves, but we're from the 12 spot, so it can't be that bad, right, Theo? Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming that our league mates are not watching us right now, so we can kind of discuss <laughs> our process here. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey goes one. Dalvin Cook's about to go two. Kelsey three. Yeah. Uh, it's got, spoiler I mean, alert. Yes. <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, hey, hey, stop t- tipping picks. You're like Adam Schefter back in the. Uh, there you go, Dalvin Cook. And I expect to see a Kelsey going to Hollywood. Hey, Theo, this is this is a stacked draft. I think that there's 11 out of 12 teams have a badge associated with the team. We uh, did we do this to ourselves or is this? It's just the way it goes. Hey, man, iron sharpens iron. This time yeah. of year, you want the competition. <laughs> if you're drafting in June, you want the competition. Oh, it's so great. Kamara at the three. That's a little bit surprising, but I I, I think it's fine. Um, Glenn Lowy at the five spot. One of, a great player in the five spot. NFFC, NFFC. Yeah, I was just say, is he one of your uh, NFFC guys? He's in the New York Super with me for the NFFC. He's probably one of the, you know, handful of best players in the NFFC, really, really sharp player. He's going to draft for value. Um, and then we have a Jeff Z sighting in this draft, which yeah. tell, tell, tell the uh, viewers a little bit about his, his builds. Cause well, I know you've drafted them. He, he is a running back crazy guy, except I saw a draft board that he was in last night and Theo, I, I don't think he went crazy running back. So here's my question back to you. Do we anticipate we're in the 12 spot? Do we anticipate somebody just sucking up all the running backs such that like a zero RB strategy won't work and we'll screw ourselves out of the 12 spot? Or is this a fake out and we're just we're just getting caught in the vortex of a Jeff Z sighting? I, I you know, you never know. Um <laughs> you never know. the fact that you, you never know with these you never know with these with these drafts. I mean, you see some yeah. kind of interesting builds this time of year. People want to get those unusual builds. Jonathan Taylor, Zeke Elliott, Derek Henry. Saquon Barkley at the five spot to Glenn. Glenn is not scared of Saquon's injury. Good to see for our 1250 team. Darren Waller goes. So that's yeah, Darren Waller goes. So we're thinking Tyree. At the 109. Darren, Darren Waller goes at the 109 there. We 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 were thinking Darren Waller uh, at the 112. So let's give that away. Well, we're going to get Tyree Hill or we're going to get Austin Eckler at least. And potentially we yep. get both of them, which I know works. We, we, that's our kind of our ideal guys in the uh, in the uh, one one two turn here. Yeah, so even if one of eleven's uh, even if one eleven is listening, we're gonna get one of our uh, two guys that we were talking about. Go ahead, one eleven, take one of our guys. The very the very brief pre-show. So Eckler went here. So we're we're up. We've got double picks. We've got a minute on the clock. Theo, I'm thinking we go Tyree Kill because that's what we said. I was very pessimistic. Let's let the clock run down a little bit just so we have time. What are you thinking about for the second pick then? So we've we've discussed um, Antonio Gibson who we yep. both like a lot, um, which there's a, a, a lot of buzz and for, for the right reasons in the community. He's a very talented guy. Um, he's a riser right now. Um, we also have discussed Nick Chubb, um, yep. who's more of a sure thing. I'd, I'd argue that he has maybe a lower ceiling than Antonio Gibson because he lacks the, re, you know, the receiving ability. 
if they choose to feature Gibson as a receiver. And, so let's and I'm take Hill right Tyree. here. I'm going to lock in Tyreek Hill. Just so lock just him in. So we get our wide receiver one, which we, we both love. Yep. yep. That's a lot. I mean, it's a love. I, I was so pessimistic. I was dri driving home here. I was like, no, there's no way we get Tyreek Hill. And we got him. So I'm happy about that. The 112. Look, with I'm this draft, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of running backs off the board, Theo. I, I think my preference is to get some running back on the board here, just so we don't hang ourselves if we try to go full zero RB. What, do, what are you thinking here? I, I I think we go Nick Chubb or Antonio Gibson. Yep. We've discussed both these guys. Um, I don't have any Nick, Nick Chubb. Uh, actually, I take that back. I do have a Nick Chubb share, but I don't have much Nick Chubb. Um, I don't mind going Nick Chubb here unless you have a strong feeling for Gibson. I just well, I love I love Gibson. I love I love catching upside. I think he's gonna explode this year. What do you so think? So let's then? go, let's go, let's team upside and let's go Antonio Gibson. Let's go Gibson. Let's go Gibson. Let's go Reeking Gibson. I'm gonna lock that in here. Okay, so now look, we started, we went uh Tyree Kill, Antonio Gibson. I feel good about that. Um oh Najee Harris went next. Uh Theo, this was a pretty pretty right back heavy start for the draft. The entire first round was ten, uh, sorry, nine running backs, two tight ends, one wide receiver, and, and that wide receiver was ours at the one twelve spot. I I would say fairly unusual for football guys so far this year. I think normally we'd see maybe like one to you know maybe two to three wide receivers first round, maybe yeah. like a Tyree Kill, maybe you see like a you know AJ Brown or Devontae or maybe like a Calvin Ridley sneak into there. But yeah, I mean it's I, I think that the the running back position is going to get hit hit um you know hard and often. In the first two rounds, um, I was thrilled to get Tyree Kill there at the at the one twelve um, the other night. Uh, Billy Muzio, shout out to Billy Muzio. He took him at the one oh nine in the draft I was in. Um, I thought that was a great pick there. I had the one oh six in that same draft. I considered Tyree Kill there. Um, so I yeah, can't about that heavy, but um, yeah. you know, I think Hill is just such a great pick for us. And Gibson, like we said, you know, it's. It's you know he could be he could end We're up going being, up, you know running back two or three this year so he could he could go yeah. he could finish you know with a lot of points if they use him in the same ways they use McKissick in the passing game um so I'm I'm happy with our start generally what what you know we we've, we've discussed the build I I kind of like when I'm at the the 101 or the the 112 I know you're kind of like this as well where we really kind of hammer wide receiver yeah. and you know especially in that third and fourth round. We'll be looking to maybe get at least one, you know, high-end uh, wide receiver there. Um, and I know we discussed um, T.J. Hawkinson a little bit. What are your thoughts on Hawkinson at, at the at the the um the three four turn? Yeah, I think I think he's in the contention there. Um, I, you know, I I think I think it's him. I just I feel I hate that he has moved up so much. I I much preferred him like a month ago back back in the early, early stages of early drafting. Uh, back in, you know, April, May, uh, when you can get him in the fourth, fifth round, I, I much preferred him there. Um, I, I think that there is, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to cite something and I'm going to get roasted for it. Cause I'm not gonna have the data in front of me to back me up, but those mid round tight ends, like once we're going to get out of the top three, I don't think they ever like return the value that we think they are. Um, you know, it, it, it's much better just to take the dart throw. So I don't mind TJ Hawkinson at three twelve. But I think that maybe for our team, as we think about it, I think he's definitely in contention. Um, but if push comes to shove, I, I think that, you know, you could easily convince me to move off of a, of a hawk there. Uh, the three yeah. Turn. 
Yeah, I think I think right there about the three four turn is is kind of value for him when he starts yeah. creeping up into the mid third. I think you kind of got to pump the brakes a little bit. But I mean, you talk about a guy who could he could he could finish with more points than George Kittle, and he could end up with more targets than George Kittle. Um, and he's going you know a lot later. We're going to miss out on Kyle Pitts. He's he's almost assuredly going to go for somewhere around you know the two three turn ish. He's going to yep. go pretty soon. Um, Nick Chubb, who we discussed fell a little bit. Aaron Jones continues to fall a little bit. I think he's kind of value now. Um, I took him the other the other day. Um, there he goes. Bunte Adams goes. So one of these teams is going to start out with Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook and and end up with Aaron Jones, which is really, really a strong start, Maybe. in my opinion. <laughs> we'll see. May, may, Unless they're dodging I going to say. Yeah, I mean, we we like I said at the top, there's some sharp drafters here. So I mean, if they're if they're really looking for that, call it the anchor RB plus the smash wide receivers. I mean, maybe Aaron Jones fall, falls even further. Yeah. Um, so. I get I get the I get the strategy, and I get kind of you know avoiding him a little bit with the Aaron Rodgers up in the air. I just think that he's such a safe player um, at this point, um, where I think he'll get a lot of the Jamal Williams targets. Um, that, that, you know, went to Detroit. I, I don't know. I, I like Aaron Jones in the next couple of picks. Um, looking and, at this board. So Ridley, Ridley goes before Hopkins and right after Diggs. So that's, that's kind of its own little tier. Diggs, Ridley, Hopkins. DK Metcalf goes off the board and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I, and Spearman Rhinos was in, uh, was in the one hole last night in a Kentucky draft I did. Uh, may, maybe I should have done some oppo research and pulled up his draft board from last night. Maybe that's what we should do, Theo. Yeah, no, uh, I mean there's, there's not much we can do oppo research from the uh, from the 12 spot against him. But that uh, that McCaffrey Jones Metcalf start that's a that's a nice start there from the one spot. Looking at our options coming up, I mean I would love for Terry McLaurin to fall to us, C.D. Lamb, um, Allen Robinson. I wouldn't mind uh, T.J. Hawkinson. We've discussed. Let's see what's coming to us. Justin Jefferson goes off the board. So Miller times ends up with Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. I like that start. Theo, I was taking so much AJ Brown. Like like late first. And, and these people getting the the AJ Brown discount are making me so jealous of what I was doing in early drafting season. I mean, I don't hate what I did. I would take AJ Brown again there. Like I almost like threaten people. Like hey, if you let me have him in that mid, if I if I'm in the one of those like five, six, seven spots, and you let AJ Brown slip to me in the second round, I'm just taking him you know, without even thinking about it. And now people are getting him at this huge discount. I think that there's been a couple times, right? Like, I don't know if he's gotten past the 302 or whatever, but we're like, you can do like a, you know, you can get like a Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, AJ Brown start if you're lucky. Like, no, absolutely. It drives absolutely. me nuts. It drives me crazy in these tournaments. I mean, there's the discount in with the Julio signing where now he's going in that yeah. right around the two, three turn. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't think those shares are going to hurt you. I think he's going to end up finishing, you know, very high in the wide receiver ranks. Um, I yeah. still think he's going to get somewhere north of 130 targets. Maybe without Julio, he would have gotten into the 150s, 160s, and just been potential wide receiver one overall. Um, I still think, you know, he could creep up into the 140s. Um, but I don't think you're going to regret that pick. It's not anything that's going to kill your team. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just jealous of, you know, the, 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 the Dalvin, A.J. Brown are, are going to, you know, trump my A.J. Brown and, you know, Cam or A.J. Brown and Zeke or whatever. So I no, you no, for that's, sure. That's, it's, the it's thing, that's, just, that's the thing that kills my soul thinking about it. That's the the issues with um with early drafting. 
is, um, you know, you run into the risk of, of ADPs moving. <laughs> and a lot of times it works out in your favor. And a lot of times it, it doesn't. Um, yeah, AJ Brown didn't so far. I was really aggressive early off, uh, early this draft season on AJ Brown. It's, you know, where is it? A guy but, but like, a good like, move. It's not, it's not a bad move. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be trumped uh, every once in a while with some of these teams. Whereas a guy like Ridley, you know, on the flip side, could have gotten him, you know, a little later. And now he's climbing up, you know, towards that, you know, 14, 15, 16 range. Um, okay. Miles Sanders goes off the board. So we're looking at uh, Terry we got McLaurin. Three, we got three Lamb. picks to our pick. Yeah. Terry McLaurin, CD Lamb, Allen Robinson would all be fine with me here. Um, yeah. DJ Hawkinson, I'd be fine with. Um, and then after that, you yeah, know, I, think, I don't think there's uh, no, a running back in this range. Unless you wanted to go Chris Carson, it, it doesn't really <sighs> seem like our kind of build, but Chris Carson no. would give us a little, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to go Carson, but I can understand people going Carson um, around this range. No, and I, uh, bet, I bet 109 goes him here. Oh, he goes Mike Evans. So 109 is a little, a little bit Diggs higher than Evan, I thought. A full, a full, you know, kind of zero RB team here, uh, if you will. Um, you know, at least his first running back's going to be in the, uh, in the fourth round. I mean, I, I I don't hate that. I just I would have assumed that was probably more of a landing spot for Carson. And to be honest, looking at teams 10, 11, and twelve, probably not a bad bet that Carson gets backed in them anyways. And they got you know they locked up a wide receiver. Probably not a wide receiver you and I would have taken Theo, but you know yeah, got a wide receiver. Next. So, so, golly, three ten went Montgomery. Theo, I'm I'm feeling good about where we're at. Um, now I've, you are on the clock. I've got some thoughts here. Um, so Terry McLaurin honest, goes. So McLaurin goes, and I'm I'm happy about that deal because I'm a, I'm an F1 guy. I like McLaurin. Having said that, we already have Antonio Gibson in the door. Yes. I don't know if I'm right for. But, but, yeah, you know, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's probably a blessing in disguise. But McLaurin is great value here. So I'm yep. of the I'm of the opinion that I can go Hawkinson here, or I could potentially go. Allen Robinson, C.D. Lamb, and then I throw out that we could go both Cowboys wide receivers and hope to set the Cowboys stack. Oof. Now, we'd if we be rolling, live, the, you'd be rolling the that. dice a little bit. If if we're not live, I'm in on that. Uh, look, l- let me let me walk you off the Hawkinson. I think that we can find out you later. Uh, I think you and I are liking some of these so same wide receivers. Let's take. Let's lock up C.D. Lamb. Let's Lamb. Lamb. Okay. You are on the clock. Uh, I like I like a Rob over Hawkinson here. I, I really, I really do, and I, I feel great about our wide receiver core going Hill, Lamb, and Robinson. I think that we've got a lot of nice weekly floor plus the upside uh, available to us as the season okay. progresses. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I, I but you, I but could... you threw up the hawk, so I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to run, run the show here. But uh, I, I love a Rob here in the spot. So I think a Rob's a Rob's tremendous value, um, and I think we'll have another opportunity at a you know potentially you know a fan who I'm also a fan of or yeah. Dallas Goddard you know down the line. So let's go ahead. We both like Allen Robinson. Okay. Let's right. let's uh, let's take him right here, and I think that's a strong start for us. A lot of power on this team. All right. So through four rounds for us, and God, I I love the twelve spot. When we're doing these live things. We just we just pay off FFPC to get us these uh, one one or twelve turns. Um, Certainly makes it easier to talk about our process. Yeah, Hawk goes four hundred two. Right, we are right next. I don't know if they're listening live, but they certainly you know snagged uh, some guy that we're thinking about. But our start: Tyreek Hill, Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb, Allen Robinson. At this point, I feel great about our start. Like weekly lineup setting perspective, Theo. Look, let's try to make it you know as as less drama as humanly possible. I think it's 
easy. We're starting three wide receivers and starting Gibson, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. I mean, look, yeah. listen, I mean, Lamb is is a – we have two guys who we expect to make big, big jumps in their sophomore year in Gibson and Lamb. Um, and we have a foundational wide receiver in Tyree Kill and a foundational wide receiver in Allen Robinson. So, you know, our team is strong. It's got a lot of firepower. Um, no no real stack that I see. Um, yep. But other than that, I, I like the team. Um, yep. What do you expect to go in this this next this the rest of the fourth round? What are you expecting to see? Uh, my so so before we get to that, Theo, uh, I looked it up, and of course it's obvious now. The Jeff Z team talked about it off the top. Jeff Z's in the ten hole. Yep. <laughs> so that start Cam Akers, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, and so the the interesting thing. Theo. And again, we, we don't know, you know, I, I, for the most part, we know the names. I don't, you know, not talk to these guys in person. So the, the only guy I, I would say, I know, uh, I know a couple guys in this draft, but I don't know him. Um, I've never discussed strategy, yeah. but I, I, if I'm to understand it, it's, he wants to invest in most of his drafts. He wants to go extremely heavy at the running back position, thinking that he can, um, you know, get, waiver wire help at that tight end and, and wide receiver, but he'll yep. have such strong running backs and he'll start four of them every week. I mean, it's not the craziest thing. I'm no, more of no. a balanced guy. I know you are too, um, but it, his, his builds certainly are extreme. Well, I think what's interesting, Theo, and, and, and totally agree. Look, your team nine, he, just a strategy question as we're talking through the draft. We've got plenty of time, I think, before we need to start talking about our fifth round pick. You, your team nine, right, Theo? You're, yes. you're doing you're doing Waller, Diggs, Evans. You're feeling great. But you're doing like a little bit of a zero RB start. You know, you're going to take your first running back through four rounds, but you know you've got the infamous Jeff Z next to you in the 10 hole. So you go Evans, sending it away from you. There's two Jeff Z picks before it comes back to you. And Jeff Z, predictably, goes to running backs to dry up the board from you. So, I mean, our, our game theory wise, and look, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. You know, that's why I'm vamping a little bit here. You know, in anything that you, if you were in Team Nine's perspective, you know, what would you do differently? Would you do the same thing? Would you really think about this unusual build with Mike Evans here, or would you maybe grab a running back, knowing who you're drafting against? It it all depends on how he values Evans. Um, yeah. You know, maybe he values Evans extremely high, and he, you know, that was his ideal pick. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily. I like the the Travis Etienne pick he made. I know some people are split on Etienne. I'm I'm pro Etienne right now, um, but yeah, it certainly kind of makes you think about, hey, this 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 is not coming back to me because this guy's going to go a certain way for you know eight straight yeah. rounds. So it's a little difficult drafting right next to him. You know, we're two spots away and we're going to kind of feel a little bit. Um, but again, I don't. I, I like taking the value. I don't like having others kind of dictate what I'm doing. Um, yeah, well, that's it. Because once you once you start letting others dictate, then you're just like well, you're not even playing your own game at that point. And then, like you know, I, like we said, like he had a draft last night where he didn't he didn't do the strategy. So it's like you you start playing these mental games in your head. You start doing these different things, and then you know he eventually like you know you know pulls the chair out from under you. You feel like an idiot. If you're if you're if you're worrying so much about the other guys in the league and not yeah. your own picks, then more likely than not, you're the stone or the rake. That's um, it. You know, building your own team is 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 where your your process needs to go. Um, I know, you know, we're not the last thing we think about doing. Um, me and you want to win leagues and win money. The last thing we think about doing is like blocking a stack just to you know take one for the team. You know what I mean? You see that a yep. little bit in these contests, um, which I understand if you're doing 
50 entries, um, you know, a couple stack blocks might not be the worst thing, but in for the most part, I, I think it's just a uh, concentrate on your own team, make the strongest build you can, and, you know, keep rolling with the punches. Yeah, that's right. I like so that Jamar Chase pick right there. By Spirit yeah. Rhinos has a nice team. Uh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Like what uh, Two's doing. Two's doing that, you know, that uh, the anchor RB or whatever he said at the top, the Dalvin Cook and these smashed four straight wide receivers. You know, you, you Very like similar that. build, similar build to ours. Yep. Um, yep. I'll take I'll take our Tyree Kill over uh, over AJ Brown. Um, yep. But I like I like his build for sure. So and coming Glenn, back around to us at- now, I mean, we could we could look at, you know, we could continue to continue to hit a, another wide receiver here would not be the worst thing, um, kind of for what we're doing. Um, I would not mind a, a top of the line quarterback here. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts about the pick coming up? Now, Theo, live drafting. I put somebody in the queue for you. This is such a JD move, and I can't wait to talk about it when we're up. I, you know, I put somebody in the queue for you. I want you to take a look. I think it makes sense to me. Um, I think it helps with our build, what we're doing. Um, would be interested to see if this particular player comes back to us, but I have been drafting him an absolute ton. And saw that, look, viewers and listeners, you know, you, you guys are going to hate this. We're in the middle of the fifth round, Theo and I are just like talking via like Q picks. But I like who just added to the Q too. Um, you know, out of the 12 spot, you know, it fits my personality. <laughs> I am a sociopath, a psychopath. I don't mind, you know, getting a little loose with it. Um, you know, ba- balance is key. Balance is important. Um, but, but I don't mind getting a little off-centered uh, if I need to. Uh, in order to push value from where I'm sitting at the 12 spot. So, uh, you know, I, I one of the players you just added, I know they're off the board now. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Tyler Lockett, who I've been Tyler taking Lockett, an awful, yep. lot, awful lot of in fifth and sixth rounds. Um, he would have been a nice, nice pick for us. Yeah, um, good value there. So just looking looking at the uh, the guys on the board, um, you know, I like who you have queued up. Yep, same. Tight end-wise, my guy Noah Fant went. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're, you're pushing that value up, Theo. Uh, but look, I, I it, love, it, look, I love Fant this year. I like Goddard a lot too. Um, but I think Fant is just, uh, you know, in the, in the, fifth, me in the is, fifth round, could, Theo, you and I would never have taken him. We, I don't think we would have taken Fant in the fifth round. There's no, no I, I, I've taken him in the sixth, but the fifth, um, I, you know, I usually have gone other ways. Theo, I, I so so we're up. We've got sixty seconds. To me, Theo, I think the first pick is our easiest pick. So uh, the fact that the fact that Lamar just went, you know, the yep. run's coming. So I think um, we should we should do it. We're going to take Dak Prescott, but let's let's we're going to take time Dak a little bit and talk let's, about the next guy. <laughs> let's let's ruin the draft room a little bit. You know, everyone knows we're doing a live show. Tweeted out. So sorry, guys. We're going to sit on the clock for a little bit. So I think the next pick, Theo, I think needs to be. I think a wide receiver. I like doing four wide receivers. I know you have a tight end queued up. We can talk about that. You've got some options. I'm a Deontay Johnson guy. I'm a T. Higgins guy. I'm an Ayuk guy. You don't have those three guys queued up. You guys, you have another uh, second year wide receiver queued up. I'm a smash no, that, that, that was a that was an accidental queue. I think that's a little early for the person I queued up. I'm actually going to remove it. Okay. Um, okay. So me, I, th- I think we should go. Um, one Dak I'm, now. Dak has now been selected. So we we've locked in a Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb stack. So I feel good about that. Are you thinking tight end here? Or are you thinking wide receiver? So the, I I think that that Dallas Goddard makes some sense to us, um, yep. and he's not to come back to us. 
it we have our stack already locked up um you know, obviously the Deontay Johnson, I think is a, is a very high floor guy. Um, you know, he might help on kind of balance out our wide receivers. He's the kind of guy that's going to catch like hundred passes. Yeah. I don't so mind Deontay for, Johnson. For 30, for 30 seconds. I mean, not to put you under the gun. I, if this is me and I'm drafting alone, I'm probably drafting T Higgins cause I'm a T Higgins freak, but if I like any of the four that are sitting in the queue. So who, who do you like the best? So I would like to lock up the tight end position with with Dallas Goddard here. Okay. Um, okay. I'm in there. Let's so let's, let's, take, let's do that. Let's take let's Dallas. Do let's do Dallas Goddard. So we've started Tyreek Hill, Antonio Gibson, CeeDee Lamb, Allen Robinson, Dak Prescott for the little mini Lamb stack, and then we got Dallas Goddard. And look, we're in the 12 spot, Theo. We just said it going into this pick, but we don't mind pushing the value, right? So if we need to grab a tight end such that we're not caught and on the butt end of a run look those are the kind of moves you have to do at the 12 spot um it's not the ideal position to be in but i think it's the right the right move you've locked in a tight end you feel good about it you know you can on week one you can lock you can put dallas goddard in the lineup you don't have to feel bad about it um so i think that's that's where we're at yeah no i i agree i listen i like i like goddard um goddard and fant are kind of like their own little tier to me yeah um they they usually go close to one another I like them more than Logan Thomas, who's kind of going to go yes. pretty soon. Yes. Um, and then after Logan Thomas, I think if 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 once he goes, it's kind of like it's time to kind of time to wait a little bit. Um, there's a couple of, of other tight ends I've been hitting late, but you'll see you'll see a number of tight ends. You'll see Jacecki, you'll see Logan Thomas. A couple of those guys are going to go in the next couple of rounds, and I think Goddard um, he could have a potentially you know high high target total. Um, he's he's a very talented guy and you know Ertz is going to be potentially out of the way so I like what we did with Goddard and, and Dak there um you know I don't love having a, a tight end and a quarterback um you know two 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 guys in the tight end and the quarterback position go in our first six rounds you know as a general strategy but it, for this build I don't mind it at all because we got our work we're, you know, not, we're in a sharp out. room we're in a sharp room you, you gotta you know balance is key Pushing value is key. Having somebody on the board and not, again, not getting caught on the butt end of a run. I, I think that we've done a good job locking up a quarterback. We've locked up a number one tight end that we can feel good about week one. Now, now I feel like we can start hammering the positions that we want to if the value falls, if there's players that you and I like. I think that we've been pretty aligned, especially on that second tight end. Uh, I, you know, I know from you know some of your other GOAT district content, you know, from our DMs, from our Triflexing team, you and I are pretty aligned in terms of our, you know, n- next tight ends. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I feel good about having Goddard on the board. Uh, yeah. I, I took Goddard. I took Goddard last week as well. Um, yeah. I lean Fant ahead of Goddard, but I'm, I'm a, not a, I'm, I'm not as high volume as some guys, but I'm high, high volume enough as, as you are. I don't want to be too all in on Fant. I want to have some Goddard as well. Um, but I like both of those guys. I think they both have the, you know. High high ceilings uh, potentially, and uh, yeah, it works well for our build, and I, and I really like our team the way it's looking so far, especially out of the twelve spot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're starting to see all the receivers that we liked: the T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, Brandon Ayuk, um, Adam Thielen, Deontay Johnson. They're all going. I'd expect Kenny Holiday to go in the next couple of picks. Justin Herbert just goes. Yeah, and I, I've gone ahead and, Theo, I've added some of our 
tight ends that I think that we're interested to the board. No particular order, just to make sure that we've got them on the board. Um, so we can see as as that queue kind of starts to dwindle down, we can kind of make our move. And I don't think that that, that move is going to be anywhere in the next, you know, six rounds or so. But uh, just to have those up and available. Yep. And I think, so, yeah, that, um, you know, coming back around on the on the, the next picks, you know, I like to concentrate on on running back and wide receiver. Yeah, I think yeah. We're going to get a absolutely. number of guys we like. I think a number of guys we like are going to be here. Uh, absolutely. And, and look, I'm a I'm going to fight you through the stream yard, Theo. I'm, I'm a one quarterback guy, especially you know we we drafted Dak Prescott early. We got the stack. You you would have to do a ton of convincing to get me to agree. Like, oh yeah, we got you know we got to grab a. Trey Lance in the 14th. Cause I just over the summer months deal, like my, my number one thing is like, let's, let's have the upside sitting in the running back wide receiver position. You know, there's a waiver run before week one, if Dak Prescott gets hurt. There's an injury setback. So be it. You know, we can figure the, that out. The only, the, the only devil's advocate, I'm, I'm okay going um, naked QB um, with only one guy, you know, when it's a Mahomes or, or a Kyler Murray in this tier. But the one thing that that's concerning about Dak Prescott um, is, he has a week seven buy, which yep. you know, it's I, I don't necessarily like having to depend on the waiver wire for an important week seven. Um, so I'm not opposed to taking a uh, a second quarterback, but it would have to be like like you said after the fifteenth round. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If, if, it would be a, a value type thing. Yep. Yep. I'll Agreed. throw out I'll throw out um, Justin Fields as a guy to, to yeah. consider because we have Allen Robinson, we could potentially set up a, a second stack. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're so starting Theo, to see, there goes two more tight ends, Tyler Higby and Logan Thomas. Uh, then Cortland Sutton and Robbie Anderson off the board. And and I, and I think part of this right Theo, is like to like, look, th- there's going to be some value pockets. And, and as I said, like left to my own devices, I'm probably grabbing T Higgins. I'm probably going to end up being overweight, you know, left to my own devices. It's just why I par- partnered up with you, right? So that way I don't keep drafting T Higgins. You know, I, but I think that we're going to be really happy with the pocket we've allowed ourselves to be in, right? Because, you know, we're, we're going to be able to come to the 7-8 turn and feel good about taking a wide receiver running back here. And I think that was the most important thing from a strategy perspective is, is feeling good about being open to that uh, – the, the value we're going to ha- uh, have available to us. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, that by our balanced approach in the early rounds, it kind of, it opens us up to take whoever we really want coming up. Um, and I know we love hitting run back and wide receiver and, you know, we don't, we don't really have to feel, feel pressured to do either. And I know that both of us kind of have a strategy that, we don't mind punting the RB two position. I yeah, think so. yes, I just, there's a lot of words for it, but it really is. Just, that's, that's what old. That's what the old timers call it. Just punting RB two. <laughs> you can call it anchor anchor RB or you know modified zero, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's essentially we don't value the the RB two as much as some drafters. And I, I I I've gone both ways. You know, I like having two strong two strong running backs start a draft. Sometimes yep. three strong running backs to start a draft, but I don't mind doing doing this strategy either. Where it's yeah. Antonio Gibson and you know whoever the hell at the uh, at the RB two spot week one. Yep, agreed. So we're starting to see the queue dry up a little bit. Coming up here, um, I have one guy queued up, which I feel like would be really good. I think that the guy you have queued up, I think, is a smash pick. 
Uh, I'm all yes. in. I would have. I would have loved. So seven oh nine, seven ten went Tony Pollard, Devonta Smith. I loved both of those guys. I would have said that like if they were available at our pick, I would have taken them. Uh, would would have loved that. I don't even mind like the the Dak Lamb Pollard. But I'm just I'm just in on the Cowboys, and I don't mind getting in at the Tony Pollard issue. I know that you and I did that on our triflexing. Um, now you are on the clock. We're, we're okay, up. so the the we're player Jerry we want to take um we yeah. want to take uh, Jerry Judy here. Um, yeah. Let's give ourselves a little time for the for the comeback. Yeah. Um, so, I like so Jerry Theo, Judy a lot. We're, we're we're sitting here, Theo. I think we're gonna take Jerry Judy. Let's talk about the next pick. I don't love the running backs available. Uh, I know Mark Michael Carter went, Tony Pollard went. I don't think that either of uh, us were on most shirts, but uh, that, that Carter Pollard picks in the seventh round, we had our eyes on them. My gut says continue punting and let's find a wide receiver that we also like here. Uh, I got my eyes, I think, on uh, let me add him to the queue. Uh, add two to the queue actually, just to have them in there. Uh, I like I like either of these two guys next um, after uh, after Judy, but wanted to get your thoughts because you know we're gonna let me let me grab Judy here. We got 15 seconds because right now we've got four wide receivers. We know we can fill up our two wide receiver spots, our two flex spots. Um, we're able to fill quarterback. We're able to fill tight end. Maybe we punt RB two. Do you want to get another stud or potential high upside stud uh, wide receiver here? Sorry about that. So I the, added the two. Q. The two guys you have, you guys, you have uh, queued up are fine. Um, it's sort of a little bit of a of a, of a dead zone here um, in terms of, you know, what we need. Um, yeah. Again, I, I'm with you. I don't love any of the running backs here. Um, I feel like it it would be more of a out of necessity type type uh, yep. move. And I don't want to do that. Yep. So I'm I I would like to go with Debo here. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm with you. I'm Team Ayuk, but I think that there's a chance Debo leads them. Um, we can talk about that after our pick. So why don't you yeah, lock up? You want, me, you want me to lock in Debo here? Lock up. Oh, I like that. Yep. So, so we went to, at the turn. We went Judy and Debo Samuel. We're still punting that uh, RB two spot. Uh, so I feel I feel I feel great about this. This is going to give us great options throughout the season because uh, yeah. I, I think that you know push comes to shove. We want to have two wide receivers. Uh, and then, you know, or I guess starting four wide receivers in a given week. Yeah. So like, you know, Debo is, Debo is a guy that um, I think they're going to kind of manufacture touches for whenever he's healthy. He's a very, very low a dot guy. Um, but he's, he also can have very big weeks. Um, and I'm interested to see him with uh, Trey Lance. I, yes. I'm betting on yes. Brandon Ayuk, but I'm willing to to bet on the fact that I might be wrong. And I think yeah. where we're getting Debo is, is very good value. Yeah, I got two dynasty teams where I've got Ayuk and Debo. And I, you know, probably should move off of one of them. But for the for, for right now in the summertime, I'm just going to sit on both and see what happens. Uh, I like I like Debo a lot. I do. Yeah. So this this team uh, this team has some firepower potentially. And, uh, you know, Debo really, really right now is, is on the bench. Um, so we have the we have the four wide receivers and Debo as our fifth. Um, yeah. We're very strong at wideout right now, um, and the good the good thing about this build is it's it's sort of an upside down build where the you know we don't really have to worry about receiver uh, in the second half of the draft so much. Um, you know we'll take it as it comes to us, but we've we've really got. Um, I mean, you could in a, in an FFPC build we could potentially stop drafting wide receivers right now, which of course we won't because we love yeah. wideouts. But uh, <laughs> I just love I'm just addicted to them. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're we're both we're we're both 
uh, very big wide receiver drafters. So we'll, we'll, we'll take a couple more shots, but we've, we've kind of built our court here. So looking at the draft board, uh, Leonard Fournette goes, um, Jeff Z went wide receiver, wide receiver. And, um, I don't, I don't hate what he did. He got Devonta Smith and LaVisca Chenault. Um, to, uh, hey, Theo, you know, two, two guys. wide receivers. If if Devonta had been there, I think that we would have taken him and not even yeah. thought about it. Yeah. So I'm very I'm very big on Devonta Smith. Um, we had a, a goat district the other night with um, Dwayne McFarlane, and that was one of the wide receivers that he mentioned um, as a guy who you know not Stephon Diggs like, but kind of like that could be tremendous volume. Uh, you know, high 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 target share guy. Um, and you know, a, a snatch value in the seventh round. So I, I'm a big Devonta Smith guy. I know you are too. And, uh, I like where he got him there, but Judy is, you know, to me, I'm starting to lean in the Judy over Sutton camp, especially if it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Sutton has all the, the physical traits he's shown it, but if it's Teddy Bridgewater, I think Judy is going to get peppered with targets. Um, Judy had the draft capital. Um, he was a, you know, the second wide receiver off the board last year. Um, and I think he could, he's getting overlooked just a little bit. I think his ADP could actually rise a little bit as the summer keeps going. Um, I think he'll be going higher than where we got him when, uh, when August comes around. What do you think? Oh, t- totally agree. And I give yourself some credit. Cause I, I feel, I think it was you who like, it sticks out very clear in my mind. I think it was probably like in like March, maybe even February, like you had this like beautiful retweet. So obviously it came from, I think some, somebody else. But like it was just like, hey, who is like the A dot monster that nobody who's the hidden air yards like king of 2020? And it was Jerry Judy. Like yeah. I, I think that you I think that like you must have just sat there for like a week straight, like retweet on a timeline. Okay, give it 24 hours, retweet back on a timeline. Okay, nobody every everyone's discounting Jerry Judy. Retweet back on the timeline. And I think that you were all over the Jerry Judy, like, hey, like he's you know, sneaky play here. Yeah, I mean, um, Judy, March, Judy was just, going. Judy yeah. was actually going lower when those crazy early drafts started. Um, yeah, you know, he was going lower than this, and the market keeps correcting itself. Um, but you know, apparently, he's shining out in uh, you know in mini camps, and he's Teddy Bridgewater's favorite target. So yep. we're, we're hoping for Teddy Bridgewater there, and uh, no Drew Locke. And if it's Aaron Rodgers, then we're we got him two rounds, uh, you know, lower than than he'll be. So. I'm, I'm pleased with that. So we're starting to see, um, you know, the next tier of running backs go. Gus Edwards goes, James Conner, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Damian Harris, Ronald Jones. I mean, all of those guys are – I mean, I, I took Damian Harris recently in a draft kind of out of necessity. I was a zero, wide, uh, zero RB build, and I just don't like it. I never like getting him. He's got such a low yeah. touchdown uh, upside with Cam in there. Uh, Antonio Brown goes. We see another wide receiver go. Yeah, Damian Harris is just in the eighth round. Is the is that dreaded over the pants hand job that we were talking about? Oh, just just does. I mean, I I I guess it's something, but it's it's certainly not much. Yeah, and, it's, uh, and, and probably probably more more mess than it's worth. So I I'm out on Damian Harris in the eighth round there. And yeah, I'm, look, I'm, uh, yeah, good. I'm you know I'm. Damien, Damien Harris to me is you're never excited about getting him. Um, you know, he'll have a lot of those kind of purgatory weeks where he's going to get you 75 yards on the, on, on the ground and you'll be hoping for a touchdown. If he falls in the end zone, you're happy, but more likely than not, it's Cam Newton taking that, that touchdown. And I worry a little bit about Ramondre Stevenson becoming yeah. a thing. Um, 
So I don't know. I'm not into it. Gus Edwards, I don't know. He's the, the whole value there. I'm I'm not so sure of. Um, I get it. Theo, for a second, I was worried that you were going to ar- argue with me about Damian Harris being more than an over the pants hand job. I thought we were gonna, you were going to give me like no, a new tier I, of like what I kind mean, of I think, I think sexual act he was. And I, yeah, I was like, I, I don't have the energy to argue about what kind of sexual act he was. So I was. Yeah, going, it's it's a you know it's you've taken it past PG thirteen. You've taken the good district past PG thirteen. But fair, other than fair. that, it's uh yeah, it's a it's a great analogy. It's a you're never excited about it. No. Curtis Samuel goes. Um, Irv Smith. So, like we said, the tight ends are starting to to dry up a little bit. Irv, Jacecki, I thought Evan Ingram. That's a little early for him. Uh, Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby, Zach Moss just goes off the board. So, coming up for us, yeah. Look, and I I love people making decisions for me. No, nobody's a better decision maker than for me than other people. I love that they're drying up some of this running back tier to kind of like let me determine like what the best options are. Uh, I added a couple players to the queue uh, here, Theo. Uh, interested in your take? We don't know if we need to talk about them out loud necessarily. No, so I'm 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 okay with that. But I do I did I just added a, a running back into the queue, which I, I feel like would be a very very strong pick for us. Here. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm okay here, especially where where we're at. Um, I mean, I, look a, a couple a couple you know call it six or seven in the rank, if you will. Um, would love to grab one of those. Uh, I don't mind eight, nine, or ten either. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of kind of eight, nine, ten here. Okay. Um, nine, I, I feel like almost it's more of just a traditional handcuff. I think the other two are going to be able to give us, um, you know, kind of weekly floors. Week one, like we, yeah, um, week no, one week, type week, guys. Um, eventually, we have to consider to, that. We're, we're, we're going to have to field a roster in week one, whether we yes. like it or not. So right. I will say you you have um you have one wide receiver queued up um that you know I love but I think it might be a little early. The other one that you have queued up would fit this build quite well. Ah, um, so, so six fits the build. Seven is early, but I I don't think he comes back to us. So I I think that we do one one of six or seven and, and one of eight nine ten, and we can only do we can only do six now. So okay, so, so nine, somebody nine, sniped us on our gallop. We wanted to have the um. We wanted to have a real stack. Let's um so we want to take Kenyon Drake here, who's yep. a player that I'm I'm warming up to. I think that this is great value for him. I think he'll have a role in Las Vegas. Um so the, next, let's, let's, the next pick let's, yeah, I, let's talk a little bit. So so do we do we we've got five wide receivers. We only we're only gonna have two running backs after this pick. Do we want to go who are sixes? Or is there is there another running or wide receiver that you like? You know, obviously, there's there's a couple of guys here. So that, I that, don't, I don't, yeah. I don't hate Hollywood Brown here. Yeah, available. yeah. You know, you know um, that's you know that's easy for me to get convinced of. You know, so let me, like, let me go ahead and take Drake in a take, minute. Take uh, Drake. Um, yep. Fifteen seconds left. And then, you know, I don't, I don't mind taking one of these running backs. Um, we would get it locked up. I know that, you know, the wide receiver you have queued up yeah. is kind of a luxury pick. Both those guys would be luxury picks. Um, ah, it would be, would be, would be. The, the only issue, the only issue with avoiding running back here is we could end up getting completely dried out in the next, you know, twenty three picks. Sure. Um, I'm of the opinion that we we should probably go running back. Um, but if you want to go Hollywood Brown here, I'm okay with that. If you want to go, um. 
you know the the player the Q guy, the more the guy in the queue. Yeah, I, I think that I think that the move would 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 more likely be um, one of the two running backs we have. All right, who's 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 your favorite here? So I don't I don't love it, but I, because I'm a I'm a swift guy, but I think I think Jamal Williams here is is have to grab. Okay, yeah, let's. Uh, it's not as exciting as AJ Dillon, but I think it's going to give us something. Let's let's take Jamal. Yeah, uh, I I locked it in. I checked, took a look at the bye weeks. We've got a conflicting bye week with Gibson, but I think that we we sorted out fine well enough uh, in advance of that, uh, and and you know it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, so we uh, Drake and Jamal Williams there at the turn. I'm not I'm not like standing on my head for either pick, but I think they're both very useful players for us. Um, and if anything happened to DeAndre Swift or Josh Jacobs, then. Both those guys would be, you know, top fifteen plays weekly. I yeah. think that Drake. I think Drake um, could end up being a thing this year. I, I've been trying to get some Drake. Um, I think he's going to get all the running back targets. We've seen guys like Jalen Richard have success, um, you know, with their, you know, as a dink and dunk guy. But Kenyon Drake had double digit touchdowns last year, and I think that, um, I think that you know he could be he could outscore Jacobs this year. Um, I wouldn't bet on it, but I think he could. And they certainly gave him a lot of money. And I know the argument is that it's a terrible organization. You can't put any, any cloud into, you know, what they spend their money on, which I think is just the, the cheapest argument ever. If you're spending this much money, you want to feature a guy because you want to look smart. So yeah. uh, I think they'll give Kenyon Drake every chance to succeed. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with Drake. And I'm Williams is just like, you know, I don't think anybody would call him a very talented guy. I mean, I think he's he's not a bad football player, but you know, he could be a compiler type guy where he's going to get some okay. use. He could be a ten point per game guy, and um, you know, again, like we said, if Swift misses time like he did last year for a few games, Williams is going to be super super useful. So, you know, we don't love the running backs, but we don't want to come back, you know, at the eleven twelve having to take you know a bunch of scrap heap guys. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. I think that there's going to be a lot of guys that go here in like the 10, 11, 12. And they're, you know, with, with the way the draft is gone, there's no guarantee they absolutely get back to us. Yep. So I, I, I love that idea. You know, there's some level of quick vindication here, some level that, that the uh, 10 02 David Johnson went and at the 10 0 math, 10 06, Daryl Henderson goes, 10 07, AJ Dillon goes. So it, it, it feels good that we double tapped at that turn. The running yeah. back. Uh, I flashed up on the screen. JD, obviously, uh, li listening in here. Love, love that because of you know how he's seeing the board. And again, you're seeing the board. Uh, you're either listening live here uh, on a YouTube stream, or you're uh, you're listening after the fact, and we can post the board along with the podcast link. Um, but JD's listening and he's seeing a lot of wide receiver builds uh, here when you're when staring at the board. So he liked that running back uh, double tap there. Yeah, and it's kind of an an, an odd time in the draft. Uh, like what I've been seeing is, like rounds eight through eleven, a lot of running backs just just dry up, and then after yep. you get to like you know after through round eleven, it's like you're just throwing darts essentially. You know, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of true handcuffs. Um, I think that that's one thing that um could be a takeaway for for people listening. If you're gonna go with a zero RB build or a um, you know, a modified zero like we did. You don't want to have your running back two or your running back three be guys that are, you know, either either they're 15 points a game or they're zero guys. They're just like um, 
you know, true handcuffs. I think you want these, you know, you want to mix in some satellite backs and some PPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Damian, you know, to get, like I know, you know, it's not a, a Damian Harris type, you know, a guy who's going to get you 10 points that you can get through the week with. And then, you know, we're obviously going to be hitting the waiver wire for, for running backs with this team. Yeah, now, what the, 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 the G-rated version of it all, the, the OTPHJ, Damian Harris. There you go. No, there you go. <laughs> no, so the, the board looks good here, I think, especially with what we've done, Theo. I mean, round 10, we feel good about all these running backs, tight ends, and quarterbacks coming off the board. Feel, feels feels great. Yeah, it feels great is right. And then I'll say that you have one guy, um, one tight end queued up uh, actually in the number one spot for us. Ah! Which, Yep. Agreed. Which yep. I think is it would be a really nice pick for us coming around. Um, a nice balance Same. with Goddard. So hopefully Same. he's here. Um, and then after that, you know, our queue is dried up a little bit. I think it's time Ooh. to kind of throw a couple guys in here. It did. There's one guy that you added. So I, I'm really big on Lat Murray this year. Um, yep. I've, I've added him on a number of teams. Um, I think that he's very undervalued now. I mean – the way people treat AJ Dillon and Tony Pollard, they should kind of consider Lat Murray because if Kamara misses time, Lat Murray's a league winner, and um, he might have a little bit of a role if it's a Taysom Hill offense and they go a little more run heavy. Um, I think if Taysom Hill wins that job, I think the offense could change a little bit and Murray could be a beneficiary. And I think he's just just a good player. Um, so when I see him in the tenth round, I've been grabbing him. And you know, I, we love Naeem Hines. Um, you know, we have Hines on our on our 1250 team and uh he's good yeah i mean what what i love about our triflexing team is it's like all these like running backs that i i just always end up over drafting and that yep <laughs> seven through 12 spots like oh yeah it's like there's pollard there's hines like there's me like just smashing like pollard hines on every single team and of course it's, you know i love having them on our triflexing team uh, yeah, that, that, I mean, that feels good there. That's the the beauty of of uh, of dynasty is we were able to move up and down the board how we wanted to, and we also happened to get Najee Harris before he was drafted to Pittsburgh, which is you know a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um. So Madison goes. So our our queue is our queue is really drying up for running backs. I'm happy we went running back, running back. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Sometimes the picks you make begrudgingly <sighs> are the correct picks. Which, which, uh, back to the triflex, and Tony Pollard certainly was. I was pissed about that Tony Pollard pick in the moment. Yeah, uh, I mean, or almost like immediately after. Uh, and, of course, the guy I was pissed off uh, at losing him for just went here at the 11.06, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore was the pick at that 9.10 turn that I was, you know, that pit in my stomach told me luxury, luxury, luxury. I know we went double tap running back. Um, so, again, again, Elijah Moore slips uh, through my fingers uh, but that's okay. I feel good about our build. Uh, but Elijah Moore was definitely that pick that I was going to uh, – or angling for um, there. We're up in a couple picks here, Theo. Um, our queue is dried up, uh, so let's let's hope for the best here. Um, but I, I like where we're at in the queue, actually. Um, you've added a couple more here. Um, I like one in three if you're looking at it. Uh, we can yeah, talk about one, one seems One seems a no-brainer for us if he's there. Agreed, agreed. Um, I don't think we overthink that one. I think we take him if he's there. Uh, I don't so mind being get... early on three, though, and I know I know that is early. I know that's early. Um, well, you know, you we... know, you know, I love him. I think he's great. Yep. Um, I think four four might be four is that's is is the same, and then five. Um, 
I mean, we might as well just talk about it at this point. Um, we're we're hoping that Adam Troutman falls to us here at the at the eleven twelve. Yep. And this, we're gonna take is, Theo, you you saying that's gonna be the greatest testament to what our live listeners uh, are thinking and hearing. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we get sniped on account of saying that out loud. Yeah, uh, if, if, and if we do, I'm gonna be quiet the rest of the show. No, no, I'm no. Gonna, no, gonna, no, I was gonna say if you do uh, snipe us on that, smash the like button. Tell us you're listening. There you go. There uh, you go. Co- 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 comment, there comment you go. on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Let, let let us know you're listening. Smash that like button. Ah, we did get sniped. I knew it, Theo. That's all right. He did, it. He did it. Yeah. Okay, so um Jesse well, got no us. reason no reason to to you know. I'm trying to look at the I'll throw one other guy in there. Well, I don't hey, I don't mind at this point if we're just getting sniped. And hey, this is great. We're gonna we're gonna learn for live show purposes. I don't mind one and two now. Uh, I don't like being early on sort of both of them. So um, I don't want to go one. I have some reservations for one. Okay. Um, okay. I I would prefer five to one, um, even though it's a little more vanilla. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jared Cook just goes. Okay. So Hold on, let's, let's talk about this. Should we go two, three? Do we even need to go five? Should we go two, three? I don't or is that going two, three. three. I mean, two, two, three is it's aggressive, and and we've kind of we're not really as balanced. Um, we would continue building on the wide receiver position. Um, four is one I'd consider as well here. Uh, he's kind of growing in my eyes, um, and I, I think he's one of the last kind of kind of running backs I, I'd like um, in this range. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you? Yeah. So, so why don't you, you? You want to get a wide receiver here, and I'm okay with that. Definitely. So, definitely. I'm, do you want I'm to go take, two or three? I'm going to take. I'm going to take two for sure. Okay. So and we're going to go. Ron, we're going to go Rondell Moore, who we're, we're, we're going to go Rondell Moore for sure. So we've locked that in. Now I I've added now our fifth in the queue. This is just riveting listening for the for the listeners, and that's okay. I've added number five, and I think we get five on our next pick. Uh, I think. So yeah, I, I, th- I think so. I'm not. I'm not as excited about him. I, I kind of think we should go. We should go. Um, three, I'm three or four. I'm three or four. I think we go four. I think we go four here, and it it sets up a potential second yep. stack. Yep. yep. So it might be a little early, but I think we could we could go with um. Let's go with four. And let's go. Let's, we're we're going to lock it up. Komet. We're going to Cole Komet here. Uh, we wanted Adam, Adam Troutman. We said it on the live feed. We have no idea if Jeff Z is listening or not, but if he is. You know, we said it. You gotta smash the like button. Uh, let, well, let I will know say we we, oh. we did we were discussing Devonta Smith, uh, and I think he he actually no, I, I take that back. Um, no, Trout, we didn't really make sense for Smith. his build. Troutman makes sense for his build. It was Troutman was a good pick for him. He didn't have yep. a tight end. Um, yep. Now, Komet, I'm not as high on as Troutman, but I think that Komet is 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 definitely going to be a useful player in the FFPC this year. Um, He's got a clear role in Chicago, and we are already are invested in Chicago with Allen Robinson. And again, this sets up a, a potential stack. And we had discussed um, getting Mooney, um, and he we, he was taken before we had a chance to get him. But I think we both would have considered Mooney. Um, oh, Mooney, Elijah back. Moore. I, we would have done Elijah Moore, Mooney, and and if if Elijah Moore or Mooney was available a, along with that at the turn, I would have said more. Uh, I, I would say grab the Moore brothers. Grab the the Moo, the Moo brother. I guess if I'm looking at their first three letters, uh, grab grab a more, grab a Mooney, grab another more. 
uh, do, do something at that turn. Uh, I probably would have thought a little bit more on the double wide receiver. Uh, again, I don't mind being aggressive there just to make sure that we're strengthening the strength uh, that we already have, which is the wide receiver build. Uh, but look, they were, they were gone. I'm happy with the Rondale uh, Cole Komet combo there. Um, yeah, I think that, so. I think that that's strong. Theo, um, Theo, I'm looking at the draft board team four. Let, let me, let me mess around for a little bit just to give you time to look at team four here. They went Kelsey Chubb Dobbins. Andrews Hunt, and then I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip a couple picks, and then they went Hunt and Edwards. And what I want to take a look at here is, you know, they went double tight end, then they went Chubb Hunt, then they went Dobbins Edwards, and then in fact, you know, uh, not only did they go Dobbins Edwards, as I mentioned, one of those two tight ends is Mark Andrews. So they've got a lot of kind of call it handcuffing, handcuffing plus, if you will, plus a unique Kelsey Andrews build. Uh, or more unique Andrews Kelsey Andrews build. What do you think of that team? Is that limiting any upside that you're seeing? What's your perspective on that team uh, as you're looking at? Because I, I would say that's the most, at least like unique that's catching my eye as I'm staring at the board here. Well, uh, shout out to, to Todd from PA. Um, he pointed out that the the win rates were were very low on um, you know teams that tried to, to double up on the Cleveland backs, and they were actually low on on teams that took the Cleveland backs. Um, yep. So I would not double up with the Cleveland backs. I think there's something to be said with Dobbins Edwards. I don't mind that combination. Um, you're using less draft capital and to get it. Yeah. And there's there's no Ingram this year. Um, you know, so you're getting two clear pieces to a you know an offense that we're very bullish on. I would not go Chubb Hunt. I would have just stick with Chubb. But I don't mind the Dobbins Edwards. Um, you know. We could we could talk for an hour about handcuffing, but I think when you handcuff good situations like Baltimore, it's not the worst worst play. Um, again, a lot of people would not love the you know using two top ten picks on guys from the same backfield. Just yep. people are just not going to do it. Um, so like you know, I don't like a an Aaron Jones uh, AJ Dillon combo <sighs> for instance. I don't like a if you're going to take Zeke, you know, it's it's your really putting a lot into it if you take Pollard in the eighth and Zeke in the top, you know, seven picks. Um, so there's situations where you can do it. Um, I would not do James Robinson, Travis Etienne. I've seen people make that mistake a couple times. Yeah. I mean, you're never going to start both of them. If you start both of them, it's you're running into problems. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's an interesting build what he did. Let's put it like that. Yeah, no, and I and I think, and again, I I should probably I should probably have looked at the stack finder on fantasymojo.com. Everyone should go subscribe on fantasymojo.com. Yeah, I would say Kelsey Andrews alone is again. I use the word probably more unique. There's probably combinations out there. I think if you're going to do that, you're already looking at some high upside. So if you're if you're playing that, and let me post this this comment from uh, from JD here. You know, if, if you're gonna go for higher upside, more unique builds, then why cap it at all by doing you know some of these double double handcuffs? So I, I would just say that you know from from my perspective, and again, that's a sharp drafter. So you know, there's probably some reasons. You know, probably high volume, uh, but would just say personal preference. You know, maybe if you're gonna do a you know a, a single bullet one shot at this thing, uh, I would I would suggest probably not going for that double handcuff move. Yeah, uh, if you know your fellow drafter in here. No, I, I I would I would agree with you on that one. Um, and JD makes great points. I mean, you want high upside builds. It does absolutely nothing for you in a format like this to finish fourth. It's actually just frustrating. 
so you want to you want to be in the top two scoring um you know the top two record you want to be able to get into that tournament the tournament is everything and um you know you want to be willing to finish last to finish first i guess you could kind of put it like that yeah so gainwell goes that was a guy we had queued up i've been drafting a lot of gainwell um i think he's underrated right now and he seems like the kind of guy that will rise up um as the summer moves along all he needs is a couple of positive vibes out of camp, and I think people will start drafting him in like the 11th round. So I'm disappointed to see him go. Rugs goes, Penny goes. So coming up. Um, yeah, we're up in four picks. Yeah. I've added some guys to the queue. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, That's it's my a gross reaction. time. It's a gross time. I, I, I <laughs> so like. Gross. I like so um, I like number three a lot. I know we keep going back to the well, yeah. <laughs> but he's the best player on the board right here. Um, hey, I you don't have to do much to convince me of that guy. I just I I love him. I probably like him too much. Um, I guess I shouldn't say love. Love is stupid here. But I live in the extremes. I either love something or hate something. Uh, so I, I I'm just gonna stick with it. Um, the 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 record stands as called. I love player in the third queue. Um, so Theo, I will say I that I will yeah. say it seems like it seems like a good time to take number one if he's still there. Yep, yep. Easy, easy, convincing of that one. I I love five and six too. Um, okay, so that that makes our we were we were on Jalen Jalen Rager. He just got selected. Yeah. Um. So so we had him as our guy. We just referred to as yeah. one. I think Rager is a great value here. I would take him in the eleventh round, and he's went thirteenth here. Um, yeah. So I think that. Right now, let's take let's. I, I don't. I don't mind taking um, number two and number one and just. You want to do a, okay, I was so. a, a, a one-two double tap? And if we do that, Theo, here, here's here's my here's my plea to you. I, I'm out. I, tap, tap me out of running backs. Yeah, I think um, we're good. I think if we, if we, I, I think we smash wide receivers the rest of the draft if if we do one-two here. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And I think we we okay. look at maybe completing our stack. So let's go with it. We like yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. We already yep. were, we talked about Ramondre, um, you know, eating into Damian Harris's load. Uh, he's big back. He could be very effective around the goal line. Yep. Um, and then the the back that um the back that's coming up is is yeah. uh uh-huh. that I've kind of been taking a little bit is uh we're gonna go Darrington Evans. Yep. It's a little bit post type. So do you like Evans as well this year, or yeah, it was more yeah. positional yep. scarcity play? No, 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 no. I, I, I like it. You know, it's going to be one of those things where, like, this is like a classic. Uh, I shouldn't even said. I, it's going to be one, like you know we're sitting here and we're like, hey, who is the uh, who's the cuff to Christian McCaffrey, right? And everyone's drafting. You know, name name your idiot. It was a guy from Florida, and of course, like now I can't remember that idiot's name. But you know, of course, like everyone was like off of Mike Davis. And I think that you've been called attention to this, Theo. And it's like we're you know you know maybe we're gonna get it right maybe it was Evans I don't mind though we're sitting here in you know late June I don't mind having Evans on the roster just to have what I think is you know potentially the cuff to you know Derrick Henry and look maybe we get smarter you know there's obviously a waiver on before week one if it's not Evans you know if it's you know somebody else um, you know we can always pivot to that and be aggressive on the waiver wire but I like again having that upside over the summer months. Uh, Evans yeah, is definitely a target here, uh, where we're at in the, you know, the 14th round. So I'm, I'm an Evans guy. Evans was working before the Julio trade. Um, shout out to Dan Williamson for pointing this out was Evans was working with the receivers 
um, in minicamp. So they value Evans' receiving ability. Um, Evans was extremely productive at Appalachian State. And if you'll recall, last year in football, guys, he was kind of a kind of a sexy, you know, yes, 16th round. He was going about the same spot that he's going in here. He was he a classic, you know, he was like, Eno Benjamin, Michael Pirine guy. A hundred percent. Like people, yeah. he, there were truthers, but Evans, yeah. the one thing Evans, ha- Evans has is he has draft capital. Um, he was a day two pick last year for Tennessee. So yeah. for us to get him here, I like it. Um, I've seen some other sharp people on Evans and uh, I'm going to continue to take shots on him. And like you said, uh, you know, this is, this is June. Um, yeah. th- we're not going to end up keeping every single guy we draft tonight. Um, oh, that first yeah. waiver wire run happens. We're going to be active on it. Um, and if we miss, we miss, but I think he's yep. the kind of guy that, that could be productive here. Um, and also, you know, knock on wood, cause I have a lot of them. Henry's been, you know, very fortunate with, you know, the, the pounding that he's taken the last two seasons he hasn't missed anything. Um, and I hope he doesn't miss even a quarter because I have a lot of them in Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> but if he did, Darrington yeah. Evans would be a, a 65% fab guy. Um, you'd, you'd have to spend 60% of your fab to pick him up if he was on the wire. So, um, yeah. you know, he's the the second back in Tennessee to me um, in a different way than, than Henry. Um, he's, you know, again, more of a receiver, smaller guy, but uh, I like him. So Trey Lance goes, your dream is, is dead for getting Trey. I know you God. always have your eye on him. Theo, I don't think that you and I. Well, maybe we should do just a million more of these things, right? Yeah, I, I think I think we should do. You know, we should do this like every three days at this. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, this has been such a blast. Do, do you think you and I will ever be able to connect on a Trey Lance draft pick? Because I, I I don't think so. I just think I don't think it's destined to be. I think that you know the drafts that we've done and we've talked about. I just we haven't been able to connect on a Trey Lance uh, pick yet, but uh, so no, we have we don't we don't have Trey together. I have Trey on a couple of teams now, and yeah. I know you have Trey on a couple of teams now. Yes. We don't have a team yeah. that we share with Trey. We're both very bullish on Trey. I think as soon as he takes over, he's a top twelve uh, play every week, um, and I think it's only a matter of time before he takes over. Yeah. Hey, hey, J- JD, how are les habitants doing? Was that was that good? Was that a good French accent? Les habitants. Anyways, are the Habs winning? Losing? Somebody, 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 give us a score update. Are the, what are the Habs doing? Dude, so oh the shit! Two, they just um, won overtime. Stanley Cup, baby. First time since '93. Let's go. NHL for you. There, there you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Well, and now, and that was talking NHL. Mixing a little hockey for the first time ever on the Go District. Oh uh, yeah. Well, well, JD's distracting me. He's telling me he's distracted. By 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 John McGlynn, which of course distracts me, and then I'm just you know ADD over here, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Well, look at this. This is great. Oh, little, little little hockey action. All right, so Theo. I'm just throwing. I know I know you don't like what the guys I'm throwing in the queue. I just want for discussion's sake. I'm throwing don't a couple of running backs. Up. I don't want to make you disgusted. Ugh. And I, know I don't. They- I don't want to be disgusted. All right, let's see who else. Um. It just goes to show you as well, um, you know, all the uh, most of the wide receivers left are, are kind of there's a lot of dart throws people are going to start taking. So for us to get to take our wide receivers early, um, you know, I think we're at a clear advantage. Us and Team Seven, I think, have and Team Two. Yeah, there's about yeah. three teams that are very strong at wide receiver in this league, um, and uh, you know, I 
I'm I'm happy having having the 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 Hill Lamb Robinson every single week. Okay, so P Ryan just goes another running back who I've been trying to add in that I had queued. We did Hayden so, Hurst is Hayden Hurst is starting to creep up a little bit. He's going in every 14th and 15th round. The the one that I found interesting, I, I like team one. Team one's drafted a lot of players that I that I like. Uh I like OJ Howard. Of course, I, I am the same man who brought you fourth and fifth round OJ Howard back in 2019. So I just, you know, hand up in the air. That was stupid. Having said that, 15th round, OJ Howard in 2021, it feels a lot sexier. Uh, I, I like OJ Howard there. Uh, so that was an interesting tight end pick. I, he definitely would have been my, on my mind here at the 15, 16 turn. Um, so I don't mind, I don't mind doubling up with Gronk and OJ Howard at this point in the summer. If you're going to yeah. go with it, both guys are going at a position where it's not going to hurt you. Um, and I think there's a chance that it's some weeks it's Gronk and some weeks it's Howard and it's frustrating, but you know, Gronk misses time. OJ looks good. Gronk comes back, maybe put OJ on the bench, and Gronk is the guy. I think you could kind of get by with with that um, in this format. I don't know if I'd want that to be my tight end one, but as a tight end two, I wouldn't mind carrying both of those guys. Yeah. So Theo, we're up and oh, we're up, we're up. Uh, what okay, do you think so about? I think we, I think we have to. I think we, I think we take the the second stack. I think we've, oh. we've built a. Okay. Okay. I think so. I, I, I think gonna we're gonna say... go. We're gonna go. Um. I think we should go Justin Fields here, and um, okay. and I know we don't we don't love it, but if there's a chance that he he catches fire, we'll have Robinson, Komet, and uh, Justin Fields. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that pick just for a second, because uh, we we're gonna double tap here. So I, I think we've got a Q loaded. I'm a big number one guy, uh, but I can also be seduced easily by training camp photos. I, I'm a number one guy. Uh, is there another? you know, draft pick that you like over who I have number one in the queue here. I kind of lean number two over number one, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not in love with, with either of them. It's uh, okay. it's kind of a, you know, it's an odd part of the draft. Um, you are on the clock. So we got Justin Fields. I I think there's a chance that your number one is going to be there next time we pick as well. I don't think it's some I, guy. I got to be honest with you, Theo. I, hold on. I, I think that every single time, and whenever I'm in the drafts, somehow he always goes in like the 14th round. And when I'm not in the drafts, he's always like, you know, sitting there as a free agent, which like I don't understand uh, at all. But, but if, uh, anyways, let, be that as it may, we're talking wide receivers here. Do, do you have a, do you have a preference? You like two over one? So I like two over one, but I'm going to, I'm going to suggest we pivot to a running back. There's two guys, two, Ugh. number eight and number 10. I think that there's a chance that eight and ten might might be worth a lot by the end of the summer. I, I don't mind taking number ten right now, um, or I'd go number two. It's up to you. All right, let me go. Let me go number two here. Let me go number two here. Okay, I like, so you get I like your guy. You get your guy. So we we, won like Tra- we, we went uh, we went uh, Traquan Smith here uh, at that sixteen oh one. You know, may, maybe somebody has to catch passes uh, in New Orleans. You know, we'll we'll see. Um, no, I mean, r- right now he looks like he should be the wide receiver two there, and they're talking him up. Um, it's yeah. fine value. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't love getting him, but I understand, um, you know, him being here. Um, and I do think maybe adding one more running back is not the not the worst move. We also need to start talking about uh, kickers and defenses, um, and start queuing up a couple of them. I don't mind. 
do you find yourself uh, using taking your kicker in defense in the 19th and 20th, or are you uh, kind of a guy lately that has been, you know, maybe you see a Washington or, or a Rams or maybe a Tampa Bay and you might take them a little early? I'm 19 and 20. Uh, I'd like to have, you know, my late round flyers. I'm conceded in that way. Maybe I think I'm better than most and I'm not. Uh, but I just, I just like taking my guys and having them on the board. And then, you know, I, I'm a big streamer. I don't mind just doing what I can, figuring out the matchups. And, you know, if I, if I catch, you know, catch fire, then I'm happy with that kicker defense. I will tell you, especially in the FFPC format, you know, defense, you know, there's no negative points for defensive performance. Once they score what that 15th point, I think it is you're at a zero. And so like to me, my, my perspective is, it's not going to kill me. I'm not going to get murdered. Uh, and then outside of that, from a defense, you know, I actually like offenses who are high tempo, who are going to, you know, have high scoring games to get the you know ball back in the defense's hand or uh, I guess the other offense's hands, if you will, such that, you know, the, the more my defense is on the field, the more we can get sacks, the more we can maybe get turnovers. Cause you know, today's NFL, you know, most teams are scoring over that 15th point, you know, fairly easily. So at least that's my perspective in FFPC. I know, you know, Dan Williamson, for example, is much smarter and sharper than uh, than me about picking that right defense, who maybe is low scoring as well. But that's just my perspective. Yeah, so I can kind of go both ways on this. Um, I think – and should I tell, Hold on, Theo. I tell you, I'm you in go. the draft. You, you, you lose, I'm you, in you the draft, and the, the guy's taken, and I'm not in the draft. He, he's undrafted. Brian Brian Edwards uh, at the uh, at the 1607 uh, there was, uh, was, was the guy that I'm always interested in. Uh, but nevertheless, go ahead, Theo. I cut you off, of course. No, so I was going to say the devil's advocate is, you know, if you have an elite defense, you don't have to play the waiver wire at all for defenses. So when you get into streaming defenses, it just becomes more of kind of an annoying thing where you're having to, and again, you're not using a whole lot of fab, but you're using a little, you know, three bucks here, two bucks there for a defense. Um, so if I have a chance this year and I see, you know, Washington or L.A., you know, Pittsburgh, Tampa, these kind of defenses that we assume will be in the top, you know, yep. six or seven, if not yep. one overall. Um, I'm 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 not opposed to taking them. I'm never gonna reach, but if it gets to be like, you know, Washington in the 14th round, I think that seems about right. Um, you know, we went Darrington Evans. If we went Washington instead, you know, I don't think it would have killed our build and and we would have defense locked up. So I could go both ways on that. I'm just, I'm just so. I know stunned. you're you're never gonna get Brian Edwards. I mean, it's, I just, it's, it's just it's like, curse. I, I gotta take him. It's it's like it's like if I'm in the 15th or 16th, it's like I I gotta take him, or I just have to like say to myself, well, I'm not getting him in this draft. Um, he's the kind of high upside guy, Brian Edwards, that I love to bet on in this type of draft. Look, maybe that guy sucks, but the dude's jacked. Like I said, I can get seduced by training camp pictures. And and I think that the you know the the Raiders you know I have an untapped I mean it's it's going to be Waller I know we've got some exposure via um, Drake, but I think that there's plenty of targets to be you know to be had in that Raiders offense, and I think that if Brian Edwards steps it up and actually you know comes to produce, uh, I don't think he had a bad profile. I think the analytics liked him coming out last year. I know he was you know a kind of a a darling uh, of of rookie draft season last year. You know, I could easily see him taking a step up. Now, obviously, you know, he could take a step back and, you know, whatever it is, but that's the right kind of bet that you, we should be making here. Like the, you know, yeah, the, it's, it was, the, it's just, it, you know, I'm, I, I like him. Um, but I, I don't think, I don't think Traquan is, 
I think Trey Quinn oh, has oh, 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 a similar a similar upside. Yeah. Um, maybe Edwards might catch some balls, but I think with um, Traycon, we still took a, a high upside guy yeah. um, that could again, you know, fall flat on his face. Edwards certainly has the draft capital. Um, you know, we had such high hopes for him last year, um, but you know, they bring they bring in Smokey Brown, they bring in Willie Sneed. Um, I know those names are not you know anything exciting, but with Rudin, sometimes those veterans are very appealing. Um, so. I don't know. I, I, I like Edwards. I think the 16th round is fine for him, but I'm not as as invested in his, in him. Um, you know, I'm not betting on him as, as hard as you are. I think right now. No, 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 no. And I look. He's he's gonna be the perfect first drop. Yep, <laughs> exactly. The perfect so you'll drop, you'll drop him after drop. you'll drop him after week one when he has like yeah. three catches, and then week two he'll have like eight catches for a buck twenty five and break. Oh down. yeah, yeah. That's just that's just, just how it goes in these. And things. I'm just sticking my head in the microwave. Uh, that's, that's, that's how that one goes. So number six, if six is there, when, when we pick, we're taking six. It's, it's a player I, I really, really like. Oh, I, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I hope, you know, I hope he, he lasts till there, but I think it's, uh, he would be the ideal pick for me here. If not, um, I think number five, who you have queued up is good. And I think number seven, who you have queued up is good. Okay. Okay. And of um, course, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else we're missing. Just going to queue up one more guy. Did we queue up the same guy? Because I ha I had one and he was gone, and I just added another one. We'll just see how it goes from here. We're three three picks away here. So so far our build is oh my god I'm going to try to math, but I shouldn't be mathing because isn't there a oh there's just a beautiful thing here for me. So we've got uh, two quarterbacks. Uh, we've got, oh God, I am in a math five running backs so far on the board, uh, seven wide receivers and two tight ends. So I'm feeling pretty good about the build. I know you're interested, um, in potentially adding a running back or two here. Um, from, from yeah, my perspective, I mean, again, left to my own devices, Theo, I'm, I'm probably sticking with five running backs and playing the waiver wire. Uh, but again, that's just, that's just my perspective. And that's why we're a partnership here. Um, so I think that there's. Hopefully we can just take them and talk about them. Um, yeah. But with number six, I think you're kind of playing the waiver wire. Let's see if we get to him. We got one more pick before. I really hope we don't get sniped on this guy. Uh, no, we're in. We're in. So okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, go ahead. I think that, that Jared Dokes is a, is who we're going to take here. And like you said, it's it's almost like playing the waiver wire in the preseason. Early. Um, I don't think that there. I think that there's a scenario where Dokes leads Miami in in fantasy points from the running back position. Um, I think that he's he's very appealing to me. Um, he's a you know got good size. Uh, I, I think that this is a this is a easy easy selection for us. He's a beefcake. If it, what's that? He's a beefcake. He's oh a yeah, big boy. he's work workout workout warrior type guy, and yeah. um, he looks the part. And you know his competition right now is Malcolm Brown and Miles Gaskin. So I, I think this is a good pick for us. Let's let's lock him up. All right, lock, lock, locked up. All right, so we've got 18, 19, 20. Two of those picks need to be the kicker defense. So so Theo, do you want to do one of those? onesie positions here or are you interested in something else uh i don't know so i would go with i would go with number six if you want to yeah. do the lock up our defense but i'll say number five is good value he's going a little bit earlier than this and um it would get us a, a a tight end three which is not necessary but i think it could be a guy you know 
we could talk about him after. Why don't we take the defense we like? Um, we want to go with um, the New England defense here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I like the New England dif- defense because I think that they're going to be good. I think that they're going to have plenty of opportunities for turnovers uh, with the schedule that they play. Uh, I think they're a good defense anyways. Uh, but what I love about them is they have a week 14 bye that yeah. allows if they're performing really, really well to not have to manage the waivers over the course of those first couple weeks. And I yep, think that's, I think that's a great take. Yep. And also with with um, with Cam Newton as the quarterback, um, you know, that seems like kind of they're going to they're going to run the ball. They're going to be defensive oriented. Um, I, I like it. You get, you know, two matchups against the Jets. Um, you know, Miami's not exactly setting the world on fire. I know they could be, um, but the, I'll go with the Patriots. I like that defense, and I think that that's uh, that's solid value for us. Yeah. Um, so the player that we, that we ha- there goes Malcolm Brown, another guy we had in our queue who's, who's what, interesting what, around well, here. Don't don't throw in the towel on the guy that we we like here. Yeah, we 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 just may get him, Theo. Yeah, you talk about number four. I, 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 I don't I don't say his name. Yeah, I I I. I don't throw in the towel just yet. Don't throw in the towel I'll, just yet. I'll throw out one other guy just because of the team build. And this will be a 20th round uh, selection. I just put him in our queue. And then I'll throw out one or two other guys. So while you're doing that, Theo, listen to this. This is a talk, talk, let's talk about something personal. So I just came straight like a bat out of hell uh, from kickball. So I'm I am athletically fat, uh, if you will, not to brag. So listen to this deal. Get on first base, kickball, mind you, company kickball. So bat- batter kicks ball, <laughs> but allegedly was a foul ball because he kicked it before the plate. But I I hauled ass deal. I was just I was going, buddy, and I made it all the way to home plate. And then the ref was like, "Oh yeah, sorry, it was a foul ball. You got to go back to first. So look, I, I've been drinking. We, we pre-gamed, had a lot of fun. This is great. Love company kickball. Nobody yells at other companies better than I do. Uh, so I'm sitting on our first base, and I'm like, not puking per se, but I'm just like, I'm huffing and puffing. And I step off the base. I'm facing the outfield. And I'm just like, you know, I was like, ugh, ugh. and you know what that home plate umpire did to me, Theo? Called me out. <laughs> said, hey, per rules of kickball. If if the ball is pitched and you're off the base, you're out. Calls me out. I'm sitting there just like hacking up a lung, and the umpire calls me out. And the first you know first base ref is just like, "Hey man, it's her call." Like, because I got owned. I got owned tonight in kickball. So I just, anyways, I just I hey, thought man. I would show up here in the live stream. You know, I got the, absolutely owned in kickball. It's tonight. the the integrity of the game, the kickball sport. You know. You oh my god. Well, she was managing the integrity of the game like hard. Like that was like number one job tonight. Then I'll just I'll just point out um, we had queued up. Dalton Schultz goes in the middle of the 18th round. Um, that's why I was kind of apprehensive about Jarwin. Um, we'd had Jarwin queued up earlier. Um, Jarwin is obviously the the would we say it's a 65 35 Jarwin yeah. leads the title, but it's not it's not nine yeah. ten. And yep. we haven't heard we haven't heard a whole lot out of out of Dallas that it it's absolutely Jarwin. Um, Schultz had some some good games last year, um, you know, useful games, and uh, he showed an ability to play tight end in this league. I'm not sure that that's not either going to be an ugly split or a, a tight end competition 
And I think people are not treating it as that right now. Yep. So we have um, Buffalo Digos. I think, Theo, if we don't go commit there and like a Jarwin with the build that we had with Dak and Lamb, I think if somehow Jarwin gets back to the 13th round there, and again, this is like a coulda, shoulda, woulda because I'm talking about 20 picks. I think Jarwin's a smash pick at that 13-12 for us. Uh, yeah. especially if we don't have commit on the board, but you're absolutely right with what we were thinking. I, I yeah, just don't I think, think that, that, that's like, a don't, little... don't reach for stacks. Yeah. And also I, I think Jarwin, you know, in this draft, he goes in the, in the 12th, I've seen him go in the 11th. So yeah. I think people are, people want a piece of the Dallas offense and, you know, Jarwin, Jarwin looks the part when he's on the field. Um, But Again, like you said, it's it would be kind of a, a stack forcing. I like our second stack that we built here with uh, yeah. with Komet, Robinson, and, and Fields. Um, that that's kind of fun to have in our back pocket. It's, it's, it's going to feel great. And like Dak has another like career-ending horrific in, injury, and we're going to be sad for a minute, and it's going to be sad for him. But we're going to be like, well, yep, sad for Dak, but we've got Justin Fields in the wings. <laughs> so. This 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 team uh, this team needs Dak. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that that doesn't. <laughs> That doesn't happen. I mean, listen, we're already we're already picking out of the 12 spot. We we need we need a healthy Dak. We need Dak to compete for quarterback one overall, and he has a nice little correlation play with CD Lamb. Yeah. We both I, I know we're both extremely high on CD Lamb right now. Oh God, yes. Do we? And do I we love the, where we got Lamb. Really? I think I mean I think Lamb. Um, you know, I've seen Lamb go higher than this to get him at the uh, the three four turn is 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 pretty good. Yeah. And Theo, we we have CD in our triflexing, right? God, it's the best, isn't it? No, we have no, we, we have Amari Cooper. We have Cooper. We have we Cooper. Have Cooper. Ah, well, ah. we have Cooper. I mean, it's still listen. We still have we that for for our for our triflex team. We we have uh we have Cooper in the in the wide receiver three spot. So we're we're feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, it feels good. Um, Theo, we're up in a couple picks. I like four. Which like, you you were gonna give up on four? Oh sh! And there goes the. Oh no, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that pick. So I'm okay with four. I like four and, and six. I, yeah, so I'd say four or six is fine. Um, and then I would well, throw out seven uh, for if we if we end up with six, I would say we take seven in the twentieth. But oh, I, I like four. Um, let, let me know, put there you could be some. I do not love seven. Uh, that's I I just don't love that build. So let's let's um, not take them. Let's not take them. Um, but I like it. We've got one pick to go. I think we just do six right away. Are, are you good on six, or is there somebody else? Yeah, let's let's prefer? do let's yeah. do six. Oh, good. I'm I'm we're, I'm safe. Okay, I'm so safe the guy that we had the guy that we had queued up that uh, Shelley did not like that I think is okay here was Ty Johnson, and he yeah. just got picked. So and we're talking we nineteen round picks. Why we take four and six right here? Okay, let me let me do six because we have to. We're forced to, so we're going to do Matt yep. Gay. Uh, so we're going to have, uh, another, another late buy like that yeah, from a kicker perspective. I like high scoring offenses. Um, so that, that'll be great. So let's talk about this. We're looking at the queue. Theo, you said four, look, normally I would say I, I, one through three would be more up my style, but I don't mind having four, especially cause we don't have a smash one through I'll four. Throw out one more, I'll throw out one more guy just based yeah. on the vibes out of camp. Yeah, and look, and let's let's talk about him. We're talking about Dan Arnold uh, as potentially a tight end three, or potentially another uh, uh, wide receiver running back here. Yeah, so Dan Arnold to me um, is 
and, and, throw, and a, throw out the other player because we can talk about it because it's our last pick and it is what it so, is. So, you know, we have – I threw Keelan Cole in there just because, you know, I live on Long Island and I, I, there's been a lot of bullish people on Keelan Cole. Um, so let's make I, the call, Theo. What do you think? I say we I say we go Dan Arnold and we get a tight right, end okay, three right okay. here. Dan Arnold. Here we go. Dan Arnold. Oh, and of course, the, the one of the guys that we had queued up goes, you know, twenty. Yeah, 20, well, it makes sense. Fine. So, fine. look, looking at our team, looking at our team, it, the, a few things are need to go right for us. Um, we're gonna really need Tyree Kill, CD Lamb, and Allen Robinson to all be wide receiver ones. Yep. Um, if I think that, you know, Tyreek is is a lock. Um, and but we're gonna need Lamb um to really take a step forward. Um. Just looking at the at the guys who we could have got instead of Lamb, I mean, you could have gone, you know, Hawkinson or Carson and kind of had a more balanced approach. But I'm, I'm I think Lamb was the correct pick we made. Um, so we need Antonio Gibson to be a you know top eight running back. Yep, has um, to be. which I think he could be. Um, and we need our we need Judy or Debo to be a you know a top 20 wide receiver top 20, and i think yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that that could happen and then in terms of what we did starting in the ninth round i i like the drake and williams back to back i think we're going to get enough out of those guys in the first few weeks um to get by the running back two spot provided that antonio gibson is doing you know his thing um and then we both love rondell moore um we had rondell moore and gabe davis queued up um we went more um Cole Komet, um, we wanted Adam Troutman, but I think getting Komet was fine. Yeah. Um, you agree on that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's a fine consolation prize. Um, and, and look, our our hope our hope is that we're not we're not playing two tight two tight ends. So our hope is that Goddard is good enough to carry us uh, for, for the most part. So. Yep. And then Ramondre and Darrington Evans, we can discuss a little bit already. Yeah. You know, two 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 upside guys in potentially, or they could be guys we're we're cutting. Um, I'm higher on Evans than Stevenson. Stevenson was a value selection, and to be honest, the running back spot had dried up a lot heading into it. Um, Justin Fields, we both love. Yeah, um, and we got him there. Um, you know, your your thoughts on on Fields this year, Shelley? You you think um, finishes higher than Lance or? about the same high on lance well look i'll I'll put i'll put it to you this way we got you know fields 14 picks after lance um i i love where i love where we got him so i am i'm i'm all in on that and i think that you know if fields isn't starting week one i think it's shortly thereafter so i'm i'm not i'm not worried and then traquan adds to our um wide receiver depth um well theo traquan's gonna be a beautiful week one cut like he's, yeah. it's just like his roster spot is like the on the first on the chopping block. I can't wait to cut him. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's right now it's um, who's the the number? He's competing with with Marquez Callaway, I believe. It, and, either that and, or like Deontay Harris, if you if you're competing for a wide receiver two spot with a I special think it's, team I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Callaway or Smith. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to bet on Smith. Um, they're talking up Smith whenever they can. Smith had some nice games last year when Thomas was missing. Um, we've all been kind of waiting for Traquan, so I'm I'm fine getting him there. Dokes is my guy. I like Dokes a lot. God, yeah, I, yeah. And I like having him there. So again, it's like playing the waiver wire. Um, 
you know, Dokes could be, I don't want to say he's going to be, but he could be, you know, a, a James Robinson, Miles Gaskin type where he kind of comes out of nowhere and, and does his thing. Um, he, the only knock on Dokes is draft capital. If Dokes was a fourth rounder or fifth rounder in the exact same situation, I think the fantasy community would be higher on him. Um, but he's a seventh rounder. And uh, but again, it's Malcolm Brown, who I think is is a fine player, but yeah. he's you know an ordinary back. And then Miles Gaskin, who everybody is in love with, and I don't hate Miles Gaskin. I probably won't draft a lot of them this year. But you're talking about a guy who was a waiver wire find last year, um, and now he's going in in the fifth round of every draft. So right. I'm not a huge fan of of those you know, street free agent type guys becoming high draft pick guys. It just doesn't work out historically. So I'm just willing to bet on Dokes' talent. And again, he might be a, a preseason cut if it looks like he's not going to do a thing. And you know, <laughs> um, if, if, if Ahmed passes him by. So Ahmed's also in the mix there. Um, and he wasn't terrible. He only played like three games, but he had decent production. So I'll bet on Dokes. And then, like you said, we got good, good uh, value from New England. And Matt Gay, so we have a, a defense we like and a kicker we like in a in a what uh, an offense we consider to be a good one in, in uh, L.A. And then we take uh, our tight end three, Dan Arnold, who you know again could be a cut, um, but his his competition right now is Tommy Tremble, and we all like Carolina passing game, and and Dan Arnold flashed a little bit in Arizona. He, he never really played a high number of snaps, but he made some nice catches and he showed athletic ability. So I'm, I'm okay. So you feel pretty good about this team. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, sh- and shout out to Christian in the, in the chat. Uh, let us know if you were in this draft, which team you were you can talk about your team too. Uh, yeah, no Theo, I, I, I love this draft. This was great. I, you know, I had a 12 spot. Like I said, I feel really comfortable here. I, it's the personality of, I don't mind getting crazy. I don't mind being unique. You know, it's a, it's a tough spot to overcome, especially when you're in a draft with you know a lot of sharks uh, in, in the water, which we had here. So I think that we did a great job. Here's my question to you, Theo. Shelly, um, I'm, you know, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna cut you off because I'm my I'm about to lose power on this uh on my oh. on my iPad. But uh, I could I can go back I can actually jump in if we want to review this a little more. Let me uh, No 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 we're we're good. I was just gonna ask if there was something that you know you we did tonight that you wouldn't have otherwise done. But but look, we can say that for another pod. We're gonna do another couple of these. Yeah, I say, we, I say we do one of these. Let's do one of these next week or the following. Yeah. I'm, I thought this was great. And, uh, you know, I like our build, and I'm looking forward to doing more drafts with you. Awesome. All right, Thea. Well, well, thanks, everybody. Let's subscribe on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on the, uh, um, you know, the podcast channel, The Goat District. Thanks, Theo. This is great. Uh, and we'll catch everybody uh, later. LFG. Thanks, Theo.